0: Welcome to The Connection Project. Join hosts Lisa Bosman, Jen Versure, and Emily Olson as we interview guests and discuss themes connecting us to well-being.
1: All right, this is episode five. I am Emily Olson, and I'm here with Jen and Lisa and our lovely guest, Pari Gill, and we're here to talk about responsibility and what that means to just general well-being. And just wanted to welcome you today, Pari. Thank you. So good to have you here. So um, interesting responsibility, I, I guess we kind of know what the topic's going to be ahead of time and sometimes whether we are aware of it or not it it always seems to have some kind of effect on our lives like the fact that we're going to be talking about it brings the awareness to the subconscious and the conscious mind and we delve into what the topic is even before arriving here it's really interesting and i was thinking this morning on responsibility and you know the word itself I immediately am brought to childhood to the first time I heard or was listening to my parents talk about becoming a responsible young person and and what my responsibilities were, you know, in terms of things like chores and school and the place within the family and and what that all meant. But I guess for me, um, and I really look forward to hearing how it's played a role in your life, Pari, but um, I'll just first say for me, it has become sort of an overall uh theme for me in how do I want to make decisions in my life and where do those decisions come from and who am I being? You know, like I, I definitely see myself moving away from what I want to achieve, what do I want to do when I grow up, what's what are my titles, and more who can I be? Who can I be in this moment? And that, that, that responsibility piece for me is, has elements of, you know, some topics we've covered already, like honesty and compassion. And uh, for me, uh, a little bit of courage, I would say, for sure. Um, Because if I'm going to be responsible for my life, and I have to look at myself, and those are the things that come into play, I guess, for me, and then uh, you know, if you break apart the word itself, like the ability to respond, right? Um, it's learning the ways in which we we do that, I guess. And I think that's changing for me. I am far more accountable to even my parenting styles in how I relate to, um, you know, my partner within this marriage how I relate to my community and um being present enough to to respond in ways that actually align with who I'm becoming and who I know myself to really be as opposed to reactionary I don't know if that makes sense anyway what um I'm gonna hand the floor over (laughs) what when we invited you to come, you know, tell me a little bit about your thoughts on what the topic was.
2: Um, I didn't think much about it because I was just going to be myself and I felt like you will bring out the best in me and I don't have to prepare anything. That was my main thing. So I really didn't dive much into it because I I believe in having a simple life and just going with the flow. So I knew that when I come here, I'm just going to be myself and just go with the flow and, um, as far as responsibility, if you ask me just one question, for at this point in my life, it would be my kids, which intertwine with my community, because the people and the kids that they're surrounded with is what my kids will also turn out to be. So I have a deeper sense of that we need to be raising the community along with our kids. So whoever our kids and are around And who they are and who they'll turn out to be has a deep impact on what our community around us is. So I kind of want to be more involved with that. And my biggest responsibility is to my kids at this point. Nothing else in my life right now. So that is my priority set. Not my husband, not my anybody, but my kids at this point. Everybody can take care of themselves. But I think they're the future Mm -hmm. to everything what they their path is, they'll decide it. But I need to empower them right now, and they are my responsibility from morning till night. Money is not an issue. I don't care about that. It'll come, but it's my kids. So, that's that's it. <laughs> wow, I have
3: a burning question. So everything that you've said resonates really deeply with with me as well because I have two kids. And when you said your priority is your kids, my first question was about what about you? So I'm really curious to know your thoughts on
2: that, because I've s- battled with this myself. I do take time for myself, for sure. It's, um, But I know that I'll put them first and then myself. I know I need to ta- heal my body and everything. I don't think that's an issue because I, I have a very simple lifestyle. So I know that I'll wake up and... I think when I put the fact of working and money behind me and that was not my priority and trying to compete with my peers or my people around me and my cousins or everything. So it wasn't, it was something that just came to me that no, I don't have to, I can. I have my whole life to work hard. But right now I have my two kids that are growing, that are very um, easily influenced. So I should be the influencer for them. I should be able to tell them that the simplicity of life and how you don't have to achieve everything today, you know, you can take it in strides and you can enjoy as well. You don't have to beat yourself about something and it's fine. It's not going to be the end of the world. Just enjoy and grow as you grow. So, yeah. So, I think, and I, as far as myself goes, I'm, I don't, I all I need to do is meditate in the morning, have my cup of chai, which I do morning. <laughs> which is and, so delicious. Which by is way. like in the morning. I need that t- 10 minutes of my time. I don't need so much time to just keep evaluating on myself and myself and myself. And I, I take my time to read in the morning. I have to read my news in the morning. So, I take, like, once I drop them off to school, I spend, and I am not saying work. I do work. But I do balance myself, even if it's just sitting for 10 minutes and reading. And that's enough for me. I don't need like the whole like thing of balance. I have to go do this. I'll find my time. I don't complain about it. And the moment I don't complain about it, I feel like I'm a much happier being. So it's fine. I'll adjust them. in. That's so beautiful. So you basically are doing what all the experts say,
3: live by example. You know, you're. it's simple for you. And so your kids are energetically picking up on that I hope so Mm -hmm. I'm only keeping
2: my fingers crossed (laughs) yeah we can never do it perfectly Perfectly, yeah Yeah. there's nothing perfect but on our end I think like if we did our best I tell them every day I said you know what we're doing our best these are the few years that we're going to be there for you but in the next few years you have to be making everything for yourself and right now we'll take care of everything but later you're doing everything your way and we'll be listening to you so right now, I listen to them, and they listen to me. But in the future, I told them, I'll be all about listening to you. If you're fully educated, which is our priority in our family, as Indians say, we have to study, 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 study. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how old are they, Pari? Uh, one's seven, one's eleven. And we do not... Uh, growing up, I was a very, um, I would say, deeply culturally rooted... Uh, I wouldn't... No, that wouldn't be correct... Uh, very deep uh, roots as far as culture goes, where uh, we were raised differently from the Western world in the sense of, I don't know if I should say Western world, but you can correct that. (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, we were not allowed, we were not supposed to do chores and do this around the house because you have to have the responsibility to make sure you did this, you did this. It was just a little bit of self-discipline that, hey, you know what, if your bed is not made, you're the one that's not going to feel good about it. If your clothes are not on the floor, you're not going to feel good about it. It was really about the energy rather Mm -hmm. than about a responsibility that you have to do this. So I don't think I grew up like that. And um, I don't make my daughter do any chores. I only expect her to enjoy and study. And because only if she can finish her education, can she make a difference in the world. And if we're literate, literate, we can make a, more of a difference rather than um, just dropping out and not finishing. So I don't want my kids not to finish their education. That's a huge part of my whole thing. And that's the only one thing I burden them with. And there's no other burden of like, you have to do this, you have to do this. I don't care what they study. It's not necessary that she has to become a doctor, like most Indians say. Mm-hmm. Um, she can do anything she likes, but she's got to finish her education and so And likewise with my son as well. I just said her. It's also my son, both of them. And I just expect them to finish their education because I just think it'll make for a better community, a better society with people that have different views and are educated and...
3: Yeah. And do you mean um, post-secondary when you say oh, no. finish their no, education? No, I feel like
2: they should do their graduate for po- a bachelor's for sure. Okay, and if they can do their masters, it'll be a blessing. Okay, so for out. me that is yeah full For me education. that is uh, very important, and I feel that is my responsibility towards them, to leave them in a world where they know what's going on around them, and they're not like just trying to find themselves and be like they know they just should know that this is what it is
3: wow
1: that's fascinating wow so okay so I don't know if that made sense that's, but yeah, it made no, sense. that's fantastic. I'm, I'm thinking maybe you could write a book and I'd <laughs> buy it <laughs> so true so what was your experience uh with education and and how was it for you growing up what were what are these the same teachings you were provided or is it different
2: uh no it was the same my dad he uh in our whole village, I think it was just uh, my me, my sister, and then another girl that went to private school. And uh, the school opposite are that the government school was really never a school, which is still there. It's only like two classes and nobody's really, there's no sister, it's just there, but there was no education. So we had to actually go away from home to go to school. And
1: um, where was home?
2: Uh, Punjab. Okay. Uh, next to Patella, and uh, my mom's still there, so she visits back and forth. Um, And how far
1: did you travel to the private school?
2: It was uh, two hours, about two hours, and uh, it was a boarding school. I don't know what you call that here, but uh, it was a boarding school, so our only thing was that you have to study, and that is your responsibility, and that was
0: it. I'm I'm just curious, because I don't know a lot about the Indian culture, I should say East Indian culture, probably, but um, Eastern culture, (laughs) right? It would be Eastern culture. I know a little bit, but not a lot. Um, So school, well, I'm gonna start there, but for education, it would be public education, probably like here. The government schools that offered two classes
2: yes it's it's public education it's it there might be other classes but it's not the standard of uh, schooling that uh, is very uh, later in life uh, i feel like when you're in uh, post secondary that's when it gets a little bit better for private, uh, government schools but they're always struggling so people are like investing uh, in they're trying to help the communities and try to bring it to a higher standard. But most of the people that are fortunate enough will try to send their kids to a school, a private school, whether it's just day school or boarding school. And we uh, didn't have a day school next to us. So we had to go to a boarding school, which was a huge sacrifice for my mom, because she didn't want us to go. But then she had to do it because she wanted us to have a life in the future. And that's how we see it as, I would say, most of the People in Punjab will see that education is a must and everybody is going out of their way to make it a better community, a better society because I feel that that's where everything stems from is how one can have a conversation with a person from um, not just basically uh, education in the sense of what you know as far as studies goes, just your basics, just from cleanliness to... Just your public talking or um, just everything. So I think that was um, very, uh, is very important right now as well. And people are saving up and just having one kid instead of two because so that they can actually spend that money into their kids' future and their education. It's a huge part. I think that is everybody's responsibility from where I come from is
0: saving all the money for their education. It's not even. It's all about, it's a lot about education. Yeah. Um, When you were younger, did you have a certain path that you wanted to take with education? I mean, as far as, was there something that you had a dream of doing or being?
2: Um, She's laughing. laughing. I don't know how to tell you the reality of that, but uh, oh, I would say that at first, not at all. It was just what our parents told us, that it's so much, so much. We're spending all this money. You need to study, you need to study. And it's like, okay, whatever. Here <laughs> we are going to this school and we're just enjoying with our friends and having a great time, which of course turned out to, we turned out to be perfect, uh, good kids. Um, all our friends were still in touch with each other. And, um, uh, but yes, I feel like uh, growing up, I first pursued a little bit of uh, medical school. And then I was like, uh, realized after doing it for one year that no, I don't think this is me. That's when it first hit, a realization hit me that I got to tell my dad, oh, that whole year of money was a waste. And it was a huge deal. And uh, but that's when I think I got my first realization that this is not me. And I have a little voice where I like, what am I going to do? And uh, for me, at that point, it was money how much am I going to make? If I am studying something, what am I going to make? Because I'm going to become a doctor and no, I don't even think I can see, do this, exp- the, this project here. So I don't think this is meant for me. So I step back and then it was like, okay, what, where else am I? What's my second thing where I'm going to make money? So I feel like after my, uh, first initial thing was, okay, where well, I'm going to make money, to be honest, because it was just responsibility. Then it was to, to my school, my studying. Then it was like, okay, now what, what is the whole purpose of life? was like, okay, I'm going to make money. And then I was like, okay, what's the new trend? It was bachelor's in computer applications. So I went for that. And, but later I realized that now I, as I'm growing, I realize it wasn't about the money. It is, it's, I haven't ever used it. I haven't done one day of computer applications in my life, so it it as I'm growing, I'm learning. But at that point, it was where am I going to make the most money? Mm. To have a, and for that was like okay, because I am going to get married, I have to have kids, I got to bring something to the table. How is it going to go? But now I realize it's not that. If you if I had finished my education in anything, I think I would have still been
0: the same person I am. And so was is there anything inside of you a passion that you that you think about or want to practice or apply to your life as far as a at this point I
2: feel I have a fully fulfilled life and I feel like um, I've grown as an individual because all I see is that I want to love these kids so much that when I look back I haven't missed a moment and so far I haven't missed a moment of their life.
0: So that would be your life's purpose if we were to put it in that.
2: Yes, to make them the perf- the individuals that they turn out to be. And I look back and they're free birds and I can look at them enjoying their life.
1: Wow. Sniff. Yeah. <laughs> Tissue, please. Uh, you know, what's interesting is that question was so perfect, Lisa, uh, just for the listeners. How I came to meet you, Pari, is I met your husband at a, uh annual Christmas craft fair, and he had a booth. You weren't there at the time, but he was selling uh, spices, and um, there was a little pamphlet there, and it said, Do you want to learn to cook Indian food? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I ended up speaking to him for about three minutes. And within those three minutes, I just thought, this is someone I want to be friends with. And what a great idea. And my husband's birthday was coming up. And I thought, this is the perfect gift. And so your, your guys' gig is the two of you come over. You bring all the food. We supply the, the space. Our modest, you know, 1,500-square-foot house here. We've got sort of a living room, dining room, kitchen. It's all open. And we had about 14 people come and and you guys just used all our pots and pans and cooked uh, this beautiful meal. But the best part was meeting the two of you before anybody showed up. I spent about an hour with you and we had coffee. And I think within about 20 minutes, I was reading you some of my very personal writing and we yes. we just were sharing and we clicked right away absolutely and, and and I have
2: to say that this is also another thing that um, my husband Paul he's such a wonderful person he brings out the best in me too and we do have our moments trust me but it's not nothing's ever so perfect but uh, we are deeply connected and it's um, it was his idea to do the cooking classes so in order for us to learn more about the community the people and interconnect with people at a level where we are now a part of this community so it was really just to know the people it wasn't a venture where we like we knew that we would meet some of the best this way Mm. and you know it was just a way of connecting and I think it's working as a charm
1: how many months have you guys lived here We
2: moved here in July.
1: Wow. So.
2: And I feel like I have arrived when I live here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. The people are beautiful. The school's beautiful. Everything is beautiful. And you came from India. No, I came, uh, we uh, moved from uh, White Rock. Okay. Yeah. I came from India in 2001.
0: Where's White Rock?
2: B.C. Oh yeah, Lisa's like
1: our <laughs> landed immigrant. Is that yeah. is that your status? I'm an immigrant. <laughs> She's from <laughs> Virginia, New York, wherever. Where Where are you from? From well, well, Germany. Germany I guess.
0: Yeah, I was born in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Military base, right? There's a whole story base. coming out yes. in February. Don't worry. <laughs> Air Force Base in Germany,
1: but
3: it's across the water. Yeah, White Rock.
1: Oh, okay. On the wa- it's on the Which water. Which water? On the, the mainland. Pacific Ocean. Hey, yeah oh like just think Vancouver yeah. oh Vancouver order. it's yeah. just right Vancouver yeah, yeah.
2: just think Vancouver <laughs> okay.
1: so that's a really incredible thing first of all to do and then to do so well I truly believe that coming together uh, over a meal is something that has happened for centuries between people and cultures and and you know enemies and friends and there's something about having you and your husband in the kitchen sharing this deep love for food and really amazing food, I might add, but it was that you were sharing who you were. There was such a good feeling in the room. It was like you could grab it with your hands. It was, it was like tangible. It was just such a, a deep love. And everybody that came sent messages going, "That was the best night ever." It was a, such amazing food. And I think you create your own community by being. Um, these guys are still mad at me because I didn't invite. We them. didn't get invited. I oh, will invite. I'll invite you. Uh, you yeah, can come over can to can my do house. Our own thing. I'll cook. It'll yeah. be Thanks, even party. more special. They're
0: yeah. still mad. I don't think there's madness, maybe madness, insanity, but... You know what,
2: this is normal in Indian families where we have a lot of people at home and I was raised in a joint family, so it's a normal thing. So it's nothing like, uh, we enjoy doing this, so that's why we're doing it. As I said, money is a back burner now in Mm -hmm. life. It's what we enjoy and we enjoy meeting great people. And this was the only way we could do it because we did restaurants for the longest time. And we were, like, we were social people, like where we always needed to see people and have people in our life. And then all of a sudden we stopped doing that. And uh, yeah, the rent was $10,000 a month in downtown. So which was like totally sucking us up and we wow. needed to get out of there. So, And that was not even something that was... Um, Uh, It was just like not a passion. uh, uh, No, we loved doing the restaurant because we met a lot of great people. So that's what we were missing once we stopped that. And it didn't work so well there. And um, so this was the only way, without opening a restaurant, we could connect with Mm. people and also teach people that it's not so hard. And what you eat is, you know, and that's what the approach we're taking with our kids is cook cook food yourself know what's going in uh, try to eat more from your local you know mm-hmm. so yeah we're teaching that to our kids every day and only if we can do it and show it to other people can we
0: prove ourselves to them we have to prove through you know them we, seeing we us do something. stuff yeah. it's yeah. a pretty awesome way of going out and connecting and but what i found interesting that you said something about i grew up in a joint family yes can you talk more on that because I love that idea of that, that's community in and of it, right? You yes. learn a lot about community. Yeah.
2: I think you learn to cooperate, and um, nothing is like, it's about me. Always, it's about me. Everything is about me. And I see that a lot with my daughter, too. Sometimes she's just like, I don't have this. I don't. It's no, it's not all about you. You just got to let life just go on and just take it as a moment and enjoy it and I think in the joint family our parents our uncle aunts and everybody was uh, treated us just like their daughters or it wasn't like oh we're my this is my daughter or this is your daughter or this is everybody just kind of sat together broke bread together and it was um, it was just a great experience and I feel blessed
0: that I was grew up in a joint family and I still see them when I go back it sounds super inclusive that's what it sounds like to me, because I, I personally, even though I live alone and love it, I <laughs> <laughs> when we crash your house, you love us uh, visiting, right? Yes, yeah. But you're the only people that I let crash my house. By okay, the way, fine. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> anyway, we will, we will, we won't talk about that right now, because mm-hmm. um, I, you know, it's about party, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love the fact of. I'll go back to what I was trying to say. Was I love Inclusivity, as opposed to obviously exclusivity, you know what I was thinking about the word responsibility though. I was kind of kind of jumping. Was what if we called it respondability? Oh, it just was mm-hmm. interesting.
3: Instead of reacting, <laughs> right. respondability. That's right.
0: That was a big thing for me this week. As a matter of fact, but respondability. And I, I was thinking <laughs> when you were talking about well. For just a second, because it makes sense. You said yeah, the root absolutely. of the word is response, and what was kind of interesting was that when you speak of your children, um, that really what your leadership role seems to be is that you're teaching them how to respond to life.
1: Yep, absolutely,
0: and not just take a beating on it. Respond
2: to it as it comes with a lot of calm. I feel like if you are always agitated or mad, you're most likely... That's my everyday thing to my son and my daughter. I feel my... um, Because I see sometimes they're just a little more aggressive about something and I tell them, just take it calmly and you'll be just fine. If you take it calmly, you'll be able to respond much better to a situation. And if you are going to be aggressive about it, most likely going to make the wrong decision. So just, just be calm. And I think that would also come with a lot of uh, internal meditation not just sitting on a carpet and meditating but also just taking deep breaths every day and just saying it's fine nothing's i i feel like i fear the coronavirus more at this point (laughs) than anything else uh, because a lot of um the I, I i don't know so i feel like life is very um, important in so many ways so if you can just be calm everything will be yeah. okay and respond to it in a calm manner respond in a calm way and life is
1: going to be just fine wow okay i gotta jump in here so these guys know and i think i shared with you when we went for coffee that i i love the teachings of abraham hicks and one of the things that um is often shared is there's nothing serious going on here. Like, be easy about it, right? Yeah. And the other part, too, is I had a situation in the last 48 hours, and every time I thought about it, because there was something I needed to deal with, right? Something I need to do about it. Um, every time I thought about it, I felt awful, like almost, at the, it just, I, I could feel my body tensing up. And so I thought, when you just said the thing about the internal meditation, so. Just while I was going about my day yesterday, I thought, so why every time that I think about it and the things that I'm thinking about it, why does it feel bad? And without getting into the actual subject matter, I think essentially what it was, was I was having the moment of connection to my inner being and my inner being was saying one thing and I was like having this controversy with it. And when I decided, oh, I just need to listen to my true belief about this, my true inner being is saying, this is what love thinks about it. This is what, what kindness and patience thinks about the situation. And when I aligned with that, this feeling in my body that was anxious and fearful and, and afraid, that's the same thing, fearful and afraid, <laughs> Dif- Different. Hey, I'm fasting right now. My words aren't necessarily going to come. Um, so, the the moment when I decided to align with what I truly knew about it and let go of the thoughts that were being quite toxic, there was just this peace come over me, and then I was able to go and deal with the situation later in the night because I had done that. And I, and I even because it involved other people. I had to make a decision to say, other people involved in this might not be feeling the same way as me. And I have to be steadfast in my understanding of what my true self believes about it. And to not be sort of moved off course or to not be influenced by even maybe their negativity or maybe their judgment of that I got it wrong in the process and even that situation like I thought I prepared my own thoughts for myself about it because I thought if I met with judgment when I go and discuss the situation am I just going to fall apart at the very second they say something towards me that might feel negative like And I noticed, okay, maybe there's a little bit of shame that I need to have a look at right now before this conversation takes place because the shame was from a place of, oh, maybe I messed this up, I got this wrong. Oh, maybe I could forgive myself for that and actually go into the conversation with that feeling just for me. But if it comes up, if I needed to, I could say, I want to deal with the situation in the right way now. I I didn't get it right to this point, but I'm going to let give myself a break and go, I was just doing the best that I could, right? And so when the conversation happened because I had done all that internal meditating like what you said, it was fine. It was like no big deal. I'd built it up to be this massive problem. And so I taught myself something there and I look forward to being able to then teach that, let's say, to my children later yeah. on, or or maybe it'll come up tomorrow and I'll have this perfect example of saying, whoa, I blew this thing because, you know, we overanalyze, we be self-critical. And when, when you talked earlier about feeling... Uh, that your life, you're, you're making it simpler and easier and you're not getting, and you don't have to be
2: like, Oh, I have to sit here and meditate. I meditate every morning, but that's not a big part of my day. Um, and that really doesn't, that's just because I'm raised doing that. So I do it. But my big part of my day, I've realized as a, as I'm growing myself is that I cannot, base anything on being aggressive. Uh, Of course, being aggressive as far as your uh, field of work goes and everything is important. But as far as in your energy, your energy, you can be so aggressive. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to slow down, take a few deep breaths, and you'll realize that the more calm you are, the more nicely you can convey yourself to the person opposite you. And that's my kids. Like, I, I can't be aggressive with my daughter. I can't be aggressive with my son. I just have to slow down and get to their level and then tell them that this is how it is and this is how we do it. And they, that's in what they're learning in turn from me to kind of just only just deep breaths. Mm. So when you're not feeling great, just take a deep breath and you'll be just fine and then talk to me or then let's talk about something and of course we all have our fears and i feel like when you're saying it's more like you're fearing something i don't i i tell my kids that there's nothing to fear when you're not lying when you're not when you did what you thought was correct there there should be no fear in a family from each other or from anybody and just telling your heart out and what you feel And uh, we all as a family are supposed to take care of that, right? And if you and your own family are feeling the fear to go and approach each other, then that's we're doing something wrong here. So we should be able to just go and just say, hey, mom, this is how I feel. Hey, mom, this or dad, you're not right here. This is what it is. And we voice ourselves. And Mm -hmm. that's, again, education where we have to be able to not be suppressed in any way and just speak aloud and say what's correct and what's not and have the courage and of course just the fact that you had the courage to go back whether it was a deep breath or whatever it took (laughs) it was courage so there's a lot of things and you it's it's awesome whatever it takes right yeah
1: Yeah. and that thing about like the morning meditation i think for me personally i don't meditate for as long as i used to now it just takes a little bit and i i It sets me up for the day so that I can be calmer. I always find if I skip a day or, you know, I sleep in or whatever it is um, and I don't have that time or I don't make that time, um, I can go meditate later in the day. But when you set yourself up in that way, it it really helps to lay the the groundwork for centeredness, you know, calmness, well-being, all of that. Agreed. So
3: as I'm listening, there's an expression that you said, Pari. um, You may have said it twice, I'm not sure, but it stood out for me. You said, as I'm growing myself. And I love that. And and because what it brings to mind is that, you know, you've been speaking about your kids
2: a lot and they're your priority.
3: And at the same time, you're growing Growing. yourself,
2: right? Yeah, I'm learning every day. Every day I'm growing as an individual and I'm finding myself as I grow with them, like I'm growing with them. I I learn so much from them and then I see that, oh my God, if this was, not that when I look back on my life, I, as I said, I feel really blessed, but I'm growing as an individual because there's so much I reflect back to see what sacrifices our parents did. So just so much.
3: And it brings to mind for me relationships as far as you spoke briefly about your wonderful husband who I'm looking forward to meeting. Yeah, you
2: have to. You should bring him on the podcast. He is
0: Yeah he it. is a
2: rock star. He, when is. It comes. Yeah, yeah. he is he's awesome, yeah. So I
0: also when, can't wait for dinner.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You can yeah. come over any weekend. Yeah. You just come over with our house. You don't have to make appointments. You just say, "Okay, I'm coming over." Okay, we'll I'll always, be there we always have a... in two hours. Okay, we'll see you then. <laughs> well, we that's have good. like a doll tonight. Oh, that's oh, the exact doll. opposite yeah. of yeah. my house. Uh,
3: don't yeah. come over, don't please. please don't come over. Did don't you pull you the welcome dear. mat
1: from your front door?
3: No, I never had one.
1: Oh, right. right.
3: I'm still growing myself.
1: Oh, um, could you imagine hosting a dinner party? Your yes. House, Jen. Party could you? And, <laughs> and Paul can could come you imagine. Over. No. no kidding.
3: There's there's <gasps> endless possibilities. Endless. Yes.
1: Yeah.
3: And so on the res- the relationship. The relationship and growing oneself, having a significant other, do you could do you wish to speak a little bit
2: about how you and Paul met? Oh so yes, we had an arranged marriage. Uh, of course, and oh, there was a lot of growing again in this this field. It's just crazy. Even till now, we still are. I think digging deep into each other's soul, where we're still learning about each other um, every day. And um, I think the more we are, as we're getting older together, I don't think it's going to end. And I and I don't want it to because that's what makes it so beautiful. Aww. Yeah. And every day, yeah, we, we've we had our cultural differences. We've had uh, uh, me growing up in India, him growing up here. And uh, I think a large part of uh, why this worked for me and him, uh, because I don't see a lot of uh, boys that are raised and born here go to India and get married. A lot of them that have migrated from India here and went back home and got married, of course, that's understood. They'd, they were raised in India, so they just came here as immigrants and settled in and then, you know, went back. So they already know the roots and they know the culture. They know everything. Uh, Paul's um, being raised here, born here, and then going back to India and getting married. And then we both having uh, so much of a cultural difference uh, was actually, again, uh, thanks to his mom, and dad uh, which are wonderful people Uh, they were a lot uh, they had a lot to teach us as we grew and that's why in india people always lived together in a joint family and we were taught that another responsibility since we're talking on about responsibility is that our mom and dad are our responsibility Mm. so that was huge and that's very culturally deep-rooted into us and no matter what happens. Um, they, I will take care of my mom and dad, Paul's mom and dad. It's okay. They're never going to be a burden on us. They're always going to be a part of our family. And uh, they helped a lot as we were going through our differences. She was always there for me. So, yeah. Wow. But who is it that,
3: who is it, how, did, how do they find you when there's an arranged marriage? <laughs> like, wh-
2: oh, it's, uh, the girls do get a say in this. So I don't say like, oh, my dad just married me to this guy. No, it's not the case. Uh, and there's the education part which comes in. You're educated for a reason where you can say A or nay. Yes. Um, so yes, I had uh, entirely told my dad from day one that I'm not getting married in India. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to marry somebody in Switzerland, America, or Canada.
0: <laughs> Those were my three
2: places, which I had no idea what it was. But it was just like, oh, there's a better life, which mm. I don't know how that came around as a kid. Um, but I think I didn't seeing my mom grow up uh, just as a housewife. I didn't want to be a housewife. It was sitting on, like, just raising my kids. I kind of wanted to do something uh, with that education that I have. And I didn't want to just have a degree because it was a status thing. It was really, I wanted to put it in play, but which didn't work with my stars. I still never used any part of that, as I feel like I should have been sitting on a computer doing a (laughs) high-tech job somewhere, but not really. So um, I had told my dad and... uh, Uh, Then you get to tell your family members that, well, you know, she has decided not to get married here. So if you have somebody in the family that is the word passes around to the aunts and like a book, the aunts tell each other. And then you get to meet all these guys and not date. Of course, that's was like always like you don't have enough time to date. It's only like you'll just see the guy, what he does how he is you'll have meet him like two or three times and then the family does the background check on all of that where they see okay for who are these guys what do these guys own are they going to be able to take care of our daughter Uh, they want to try to marry you a little bit above what you are so that you know that their daughter is well settled and she's fine she's not going to be doing anything other than what we have told her (laughs) i want to
0: reincarnate into india yeah. Seriously. that's a like uh, fun. I, I, I'm just saying. I mean, you don't have to date. A date well, is horrifying. Yeah. It eliminates a uh, lot of that. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: And and I always believed that uh, my father, who's raising me with all this love mm. and affection, and he's sacrificing so much of his um, time, not time, but so much of his stuff that he could have done for himself, for me, and he could have just said okay no you can just go to this school but he picked the best he will pick the best
0: he also interestingly handed you down that feeling of being responsible for that for loving yeah appreciating 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 and knowing that you have a bigger responsibility towards your kids like what a gift right that gets passed down and then That's once you, awesome. once you are, um,
2: they don't even question you. Once you're married, they don't say anything. They just know you're making the right decisions. They just feel, they feel like they've done their job. You're a free bird. The idea to not cut your wings is the idea is to just make you a free bird where you know that you can go into the world without any fear. See? And then,
0: so do you feel like that whole, I love the joint family thing, by the way, I love the joint family thing. I love the arranged marriage. I love that you don't have to date. That's the best part. Like, ah. And you're going to love the food. And you know what? I, the food is amazing. You and know, even till that. day,
2: I don't feel like I wish I had dated. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like I missed anything. Right? I feel very complete. Hmm. Mostly people will try to get that out of you where you're like, no, you might have missed something. Oh, oh you know. Oh, no. No. I feel a complete individual. I feel... Uh, uh, if uh, whatever, if I have go- gone through anything with Paul, uh, it would have uh, I had to still grow as an individual on my yeah. end and not blame somebody for that or my parents and take, you know, notice of it and be like, OK, maybe if I shuffle a few things and learn a few things, I can make this better. And that's what I did. And I learned and I made it
0: better. And so, yeah. And, the, and, and it was all... Love this. It was all handed down really from wow. the way that a lot of I feel like, I mean, environmentally, you know, the structure of the family that going into the world really without the feeling of fear, which is how I break it down, is forgetting everything was all right. Um, fear I forgot everything was okay. <laughs> that you went in with this. Foundation of and you said it love. Um, They gave you this gift to Mm. put you out into the world with that feeling of like it's all okay. There was no fear. I mean, I want to say I'm envious, but I'm actually really happy for you. Yeah, I had no fear.
2: Like even when I came here, like I uh, normally people would be intimidated. I was never intimidated by anybody, none of my sister-in-laws, none of my, nobody. I just knew that I was this individual that has done, and my dad has done his best, and my mom has done her best, so it's like, hey, you like me or you don't, that's your problem. I'm going to just go on with this life, and I did, and uh, there is nothing to fear. That was the thing, and, and...
1: I have no fear <laughs> <that's> So awesome! <laughs> wow. and it shows yeah. I have no fear you're, so. a- you're able to fully show up as who you really are and and I think you know without that that presence of like fear or getting caught up in what others think of you like you're present to who you are and that's who you show up as and I think that's why people love you when they meet you and I, it's definitely what I picked up on the other thing too is I feel I think Lisa was kind of about to touch on this maybe I'm not sure but um Yes, the circumstance was arranged marriage or what have you. However, I kind of feel like there's already a little bit of an arrangement going on with our ancestors and like that that a bunch of people who've already passed on are in agreement that this union is going to happen. That's how I felt, felt when I met my husband. It was like, yep, and and for me it's forever like
2: in India
1: so there is a
2: special word for that oh. it's called sanjog sanjog s a n j o g
1: sanjog
2: okay you can look that up uh and that is about no matter how you um think about a situation if it's meant to be it will be and if it's not it's not going to be and there's a word for that sanjog so so many like my sister she's not married um and uh, she just hasn't found the right guy the family has shown enough guys but so they'll just say oh it's her son joke that means oh well when it's meant to be it'll happen so um, or not happen yeah I mean, and, okay and, and that's back coming back to yeah exactly mm-hmm. ancestral uh, the, the, the thing is already done and if you're getting separated there's nothing wrong with that it is just the way it is in life and we just move on and we just just enjoy it it's nothing wrong with anything in life it's how we tell what we tell ourselves is oh this is so not right oh if because I have a complete family this is this no it is it's it's just uh, the way it is my sister is not married and there's nothing wrong with that and she's living a beautiful life if she sees somebody that she likes awesome if she doesn't she's okay with it and so are we we're It's not like she's in India and she has to get married. Or that was there where all the cousins are like, she's got to get married and this and that. And we're like, no. Why did we study? Why did we have this life? Why did you set up your kids in a way that they know what's right for them or not? And to me, again, everything only stems that if I was educated, I could raise or have an opinion. If I wasn't, I only know the book how much... You only know or can question somebody about a book if they have read that book. Otherwise, you, the 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 mindset is just that much. Your mindset will only expand that much, right? So you can't try to teach somebody something if
0: they have no clue about it, mm. right? So I find what was interesting is I was thinking about this for some reason a lot in the last week or so was about my being my being single. And I don't have a desire to be anything other than that. But I also feel like there was some sort of... Sometimes I do, because sometimes then I get into that, well, you know, so I wish there was maybe, but no. And then that, that's a resounding answer. Um, sorry to get into myself here, but it was interesting because I thought, no, this is the way I need to move in the world. This is the way... Um, it's just the way i need to move in the world. i don't need to be in a partnership for me in whatever this incarnation of me.
2: yeah, is and that's awesome because that I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's totally fine because look, y- we all have different paths. Exactly. You know? And along the path, we all pick different strawberries and berries right
0: yeah. ways of doing things, <laughs> ways
2: of doing things. Yeah. and some and it's still a beautiful the path bush get thorns all yeah. over stuck
0: on them no i i think get. like I'm it's a, <laughs> a, we're, we're all seeing the
2: same beauty but just in different ways right some are thorny you're saying
1: well some are i feel like i might be someone that would walk along a path and accidentally trip over a rock and fall into the bush like me and i just i don't know i have really? this funny relationship with blackberries <laughs> <laughs> yeah if i was being silly but yeah we do i love that picking the berries along the path yeah, i love that we,
2: we all pick different ways and different styles and you know we're still happy somebody's happy with their strawberries somebody's happy with their berries but we're all seeing the same thing but it's how we absorb it right yeah and i think and
0: that's actually the conclusive, almost yeah, conclusive you're having a part beautiful
2: life you're you'll get to um see uh, travel in different ways maybe you'll hit some other uh, jackpot in uh, that you less might, hope. you know, <laughs> and you have in your own uh, sense, right? Like yeah, you're, you're, yeah. you're feeling less stressed, maybe you're, uh, you have more time for yourself. There's always pros. Just oh, look yeah. at the pros. There's no cons. There's so many pros. Yeah.
0: There's all pros. Don't look at the cons. Well, and I there do is look no at the cons. cons because that's my human thing. Like, no, you, see? Know, fun, you know, but you know, it throws in every now and then. <laughs> but I, I, it throws in throws in I'm I'm rewriting the English language <laughs> yeah. I, it throws in and I catch it and say no that's and then I could throw it out that's all love it but it's it's it is, yeah. you know I, I feel like being human we have we have so many choices
1: yeah it's true okay so I guess my question for you now is um so for this time period it's the kids, the kids, and um, I love that. I'm in that space as well. I'm in a space with providing as much as I can, opportunity and experience and love with the kids. Um, do you think, I know it's maybe a bit out there, but do you think what it's going to look like once you set them free? Do you have desires for that that time?
2: Oh yeah, I'm going to, of course. Um, once they're free, I feel like I'm going to be fully accomplished. I don't have any more ants uh, like um, responsibility at that time because they're fully independent and they have a life. And of course, as I said about the growing part, I see my mom-in-law, and I see every day there's still something like your, like as a daughter-in-law like I have come into her life I feel there'll be more room for there's going to be more energy into our families and uh, so I feel like that's going to be a beautiful phase and uh, but I don't think I'm going to hold my kids back and I feel like they just need to go and enjoy their life and I will be fully happy when they do that and then me and Paul can travel and have a life for ourselves <laughs> in that point, And we'll not be saving up all the money for them. <laughs> Once we know that the money that we've saved, we can actually spend it. Yeah. Uh, because they're sufficient enough to take care of themselves. And uh, that's the, with the thought that I'm grow- teaching them every day that we have nothing for you. You have to grow up yourself to raise yourself and do everything yourself. Uh, so then I think I'm just going to enjoy and travel and do something for myself, which my happiness lies in seeing them being happy. Yeah. yeah. And I think that'll be a, then it'll be a beautiful life, period, once yeah. they're good, right? And so
3: the gift that, you, that you've given them is that you said they don't need to be doctors. Yeah, no. I want them to do what they want, want. to exactly. do. Exactly
2: yeah but do something, not just something. be like I, they're my couch potatoes. I yeah. don't want that right no, so and that's not that is a fully agreed thing in our family that I told them i said if if I see that you are dropping out and you're not doing anything, I'm not going to spend or help you with anything. I'm going to adopt another child and give that child <laughs> because maybe that child <sighs> will grow up to respect our thoughts more and make a difference in the world rather than if you're not gonna do that. That's so so
1: that's the way it that's is. That's quite right? clear. Yeah. yeah. It is I made it very Don't clear. Mess with Pari. Yeah. Yes. Do you that's, have a
0: picture in your front door of like the slash through a couch potato? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should get We should get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: Oh, I love that. Oh my goodness.
1: Um, it's also good. I think one of the most wonderful gifts I ever received um, was from My mom, I was 18 and I got my first place. It was a little bachelor pad. And she came over and she brought me a card and a tiny little suitcase. And the card said, spread your wings and fly. Wow! And it was this moment of, oh my goodness. I get to do that. Like, not until you're literally out of the house do you really know what it's like to be out of the house. Yeah. And it was so amazing to have that... It was like a coming of age at that point, another coming of age. You know, when you're younger, you have your first coming of age, and then there was just like this... Knowing I was loved, the words of the bird and the flight. Yeah. I'm getting choked up, but it was just really special. And it was permission, but it was also the acknowledgement and the realization within me that this was actually true. This was the where I was in my life. And it felt like anything was possible. And having your loved ones stand behind you, that is, that is such a great thing, knowing. And, and being in appreciation for the time that, that I was under my parents roofs you know like it was we moved a lot there were a lot of roofs (laughs) Uh, so yeah that was pretty incredible um yeah I look I look forward to that day for my kids to experience it but I'm in no hurry yet um we have been speaking of couch potatoes (laughs) my kids and husband and I have been watching the show called alone and basically you go out into the bush and you've got to survive longer than everybody else and you win $500,000 or whatever. The show is not the cool part. The cool part is watching my kids process and interpret and come up with their own ideas, like on the spot on how to deal with things or, you know, let's say someone's fishing and they make a mistake or they drop the rod or they lose the lure or, um, you know, their shelter is not sufficient enough for the rainstorm. And it's watching them strategize and figure out how they can uh what they would do in the situation and they get so excited and they're jumping up and they're like and it's this really great bonding experience because um they feel a part of this beautiful family Family, unit but yet they've got their individuality there and so i i hope that it's like that for them when they go out into the big 100
2: percent. you're setting them up now
1: yeah. And they is this is, <laughs> this is
2: uh, no, that's fine. it's it's not necessary because the world is evolving. Our ways of life are changing, so we have to make it happen in this way, right? So we'll make it happen in this way we We do our t- TV time and we have our screen time where we sit together and watch as well. But I've noticed that the excitement is that we're all together. That's right, and yeah. I think that's all they're going to remember and I think we're, we, there's no book on how to raise them because every generation, it's changing, right? And I think that deep inside, when we know that we're loving them and giving them our best, even if my daughter or my son come to me and question me, I'm just going to tell them off because you know what? I am doing my best. <laughs> I know I'm doing my best and there's no doubt about it. And if you have a doubt, wait when it's your turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I say. I just don't say wait when it's your turn, turn. right? There's, it's just, uh, it's just w- when I and I said there's no fear in that, right? I, I don't fear that because I am doing my best. Why should I fear what they think or what they? If I am, I nobody's perfect. At least I, in myself, know I'm doing my best, and that's how to, what it is. And I don't have to prove it to them or anybody. It should speak for itself in the future. And it's it'll speak what what they turn out to be, and that's all we're doing is doing our best. You're human,
1: yeah. We're just I love it. it. Oh, Pari, it's been such an honor. Do you guys have any more questions?
3: Oh, I have lots of questions, but I think it'll be podcast number two with Pari.
1: Yeah, maybe has been Paul. I feel I feel so kind of like cared for and looked after with this podcast like I feel like I've gained some incredible insights I have gained some incredible insights I feel inspired and hopeful and I feel like a better person having had this conversation with all of you today and yeah just I love it and thank you for agreeing to this my pleasure Um, it's an honor to call you a friend and and to to know you
2: me too I feel the same way I feel like I I grow every time as I talk like uh, to somebody because I feel like I have a realization that every day that we are blessed we are blessed we're blessed and thank you and I think once you have that in your psyche thank you and being blessed Mm -hmm. everything's good
1: It's golden yeah it's perfect yeah oh Uh, I'm all got all the warm fuzzies. So, we're going to sign off, sending you guys out there, all the listeners, lots of love. Make sure you stay connected. Take care.